Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Woj had the story overnight that the Celtics are now in the mix on Kevin Durant, and we've got just the very latest response from a superstar in that deal. Am I overselling that? No, you're not overselling it. That's a big deal. And we know that athletes have no reservations about breaking news on social media. In fact, that's their preferred method to fly. So I don't think what we're seeing on social media from one of the parties involved in this deal is something that's not noteworthy. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance, also on Sirius XM Channel 80. And what we're talking about is, first of all, the story from overnight that Adrian Wojnarowski had that the Celtics have emerged as a contender now to try to land Kevin Durant. Here is Woj on how the Celtics got involved. Like everyone else, they called they called Brooklyn once it was revealed that Kevin Durant had asked for a trade back on June 30th. And you know, I think like other teams who look at their makeup, where they are uh, in terms of their championship pursuit, and do we have the assets that might interest Brooklyn? And it could bring in Kevin Durant and put us over the top. I think the answers for the Celtics on all those questions are yes. But, of course, at what cost, what price uh, for Boston? And so, at what price? Reportedly, Boston has offered Jalen Brown, along with Derek White, and a draft pick. The Nets countered with Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and several unprotected first-round picks. A little more Woj on Jalen Brown in this deal before we give you the very latest. Jalen Brown, certainly, when you look around the league at the individual players that would be available to the Nets, certainly Jalen Brown is appealing, 25 years old, an all-star, a legitimate two-way player in the NBA Uh, But he's got two years left on his contract. Of course, KD has four years left. And then what's the buildup of a trade from there? And and as I reported, you know, the Celtics aren't any closer to a KD deal than anybody else who's involved. So we have Jalen Brown speaking up on Twitter seven minutes ago on his Twitter account. Remember, you have already said I am not overselling this. No, you're not. The response, Jalen Brown on Twitter, SMH, shaking my head. Like, it, it, we, I, I thought maybe we'd get an SMDH, shaking my damn head. Yeah. But SMH, shaking my head. Your immediate reaction, what does that mean, Chris Canty? Well, it means that it feels like the Celtics are in position where they don't, they don't seem too concerned with how this is going to impact their relationship with Jalen Brown. They're deeming the pursuit of Kevin Durant worth jeopardizing the relationship with Jalen Brown. Whether this thing materializes or not, the Boston Celtics are trying to make a push to get Kevin Durant because they think that that's the piece that can put them over the top and have them 
in a position to have a different result in the NBA Finals in the upcoming seasons. That's the only reason why they would be making this move. They see a clear opportunity to upgrade the talent level on their team and make no mistake about it. If you get Kevin Durant and you swap out Jalen Brown, Derek White, and some draft picks, you're talking about this team being back in the NBA Finals and probably winning a championship. If I'm the Nets, I, I have to do better than that. I have to do better than Derek White and a pick. I, and and, and Jalen Brown. Brown. And Jalen Brown. Well, Colin, Listen, Jalen Brown's the basis of the deal. Yes. But we're talking about Durant for four more seasons. We're talking about the second best player in the game, if not at times the best player in the game currently. He is mm. certainly right there. So if I'm Brooklyn, given everything that this guy and Kyrie Irving have put me through, I cannot, I cannot allow him to walk out the door for just that in return. And Chris, I get it. The market is going to speak to this, and there doesn't seem to be a market right now that is going to work. But that can't be the reason that I give in on it. It can't be the reason I give in on it. Well, here's the thing, Carlin. You can play hardball with Kevin Durant and say, we're not trading you because we're not getting the return from other teams that we would hope for. What if Kevin Durant counters that with deciding to sit out? A play, I mean, a, that's a gutless play, if he listen, does. Well, you can say it's gutless, but a player... I mean, it's when, already when, bad. When he's in a situation like Kevin Durant, he's got four more years on the contract, the only thing that you can do to dictate to the organization is withhold services. That's it. And so if Kevin Durant decides he's going to take a page out of Ben Simmons' book and, you know, based on the situation and it being as toxic as it has been in Brooklyn, decide that it's impacting his mental health, then what is Brooklyn going to do? And then how does that impact the potential return that Brooklyn could get in a Kevin Durant trade then? Durant's trade value plummets around the NBA. So, I mean, this is a very delicate situation if you're the Brooklyn Nets. And I've been one of the people that says the Brooklyn Nets have all the leverage because KD's under contract for four more years. Mm. I'm starting to soften on that position just because in the NBA, Carlin, we're used to seeing stars get exactly what they want. And Kevin Durant has let it be known that his position when it comes to wanting to be traded from Brooklyn has not changed from several weeks ago when he first made the demand. The Nets, they like Kevin Durant personally. They have done an awful lot to help him and to do what he wanted to do in this circumstance. And I absolutely would go as far as to say they are certainly a lot more inclined to capitulate to Kevin Durant than they are to anything related to Kyrie Irving. Anything related to Kyrie Irving. Yeah, there's no relationship capital there with Kyrie. At least Kevin Durant, when he's healthy... Shows up and plays in a big and way. And plays hard, and, yeah. and nobody questions the effort level of Kevin Durant ever. Not even that they do with Kyrie when he shows yeah. up, but the point is, you know Durant, if he's healthy, is going to show up. Yeah, but You we know que- he's going to be but, there. But the thing was, we questioned with Kevin Durant the lack of leadership for right. one, and then the other one, and I think this is something that nobody is talking about, you're talking about a guy that hasn't played a full season in three years. But Chris, is there any way that somebody could actually look at this if they're in Durant's shoes and say, you know what? They have to be able to get commensurate value in return for me. So I'm going to go out and play. Why, why would Kevin Durant care about helping the That's Brooklyn the thing. Nets? Because they've done everything that he wanted and given him and every dollar that he wants to leave. So why would he care about what they get in return? It's silly. It doesn't matter to it's him. It's silly of me to not... And I wouldn't even expect to even offer conjecture that he would want to work with the team to try to help them out, understanding that he has put them in a terrible spot. But once again, 
does not care, gutless move. And those enabling Kevin Durant, I mean, and they, they, they know who they are all along the way. It's just, it, it's just sickening to watch this. It really is. From, from a great, great, great player whose abilities can never be questioned, yep. to watch this unfold and to have a situation where there is such little regard for anyone else is tough to take. But, Carlin, that's why the Nets can't balk at the offer from the Boston Celtics. And although you might seem, you might think it's on the low end, it might seem. It's you, you not just, I think it what, is what, on the low what, end. Well, Carlin, think about it. What are the other teams that are contenders, that are destinations that Kevin Durant would want to go to? What are those teams putting up in terms of players? I mean, Jalen Brown, to me, seems like by far is the most attractive piece. I don't disagree with that. I mean, the I, Phoenix, Sun, the Phoenix Suns are not trading Devin Booker. And they can't trade DeAndre Ayton at least until halfway through the season. No, and, and so, so, so they couldn't so that, trade Booker if they wanted to right ex- now either. Ex- it's, it, exactly. They nobody's trade, got a perfect scenario. Nobody's here. got a perfect scenario, but Jalen Brown is by far the better player. When you look at the Miami Heat, what are they throwing in? Tyler Hero? Tyler Hero compared to Jalen Brown? No. It's not even close. All right, so Chris. So Scotty Barnes and the Toronto Raptors, is that is that the piece? Jalen Brown right now is a better player. So my point is... And the Raptors only want to trade Barnes. Well, well, that's the other part of it. But here's the thing. We cannot dismiss the fact that the Boston Celtics are willing to include a guy who's a perennial all-star and on the verge of being an all-NBA performer. One of the best two-way players in the game today. And oh, by the way, just helped lead his team to an NBA Finals appearance. Because the other guy disappeared. The other guy disappeared. And there's a lot to be said for Jalen Brown. It's not about him. No. Can we both agree that Jalen Brown is not Kevin Durant? He's not Kevin Durant, Carlin, but there, there's more. I will say this. Uh, let, me, let me ask this. Go ahead. I'll, I'll put it this way. Give me a pers- – how many cents on the dollar are the Nets getting if they were to accept the deal that the Celtics proposed? If it's, if it's brown, white, and a pick, how many cents on the Kevin Durant dollar are they getting? I would probably say 60 to 70 cents on the exactly. dollar. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I get that I'm not going to get 110 you're not. I, I'm not going to get. Uh, I'm not going to get ninety. You're not. Can I get eighty? Well, Carlin, here's the thing: if I can get a player that can be an All NBA performer for Kevin Durant, based on the situation that I got right now, and I'm getting a draft pick, I'll take it. It sounds crazy, Carlin, but think about this: it can be worse. It can be worse, and that's if Kevin Durant decides to do something that nobody in the NBA thinks he's capable of doing, there, which is holding out. Chris, there are times in sports where I still feel naive to it, and this is one of those times. Okay. This is one of those times. And I should be better than this. I should be on your side Well, with Well, this. here's the thing you got to acknowledge, Carlin. Kevin Durant is going to get what he wants in this situation. Yeah, I know. He's going to get I it. Know. He's going to get what he wants. So if you're Brooklyn, it's about getting the best possible deal. And right now... This is what the NBA is saying is the best possible deal. This like, is what you got. My problem is I'm a little too like Larry David in that I want to do things for spite. And at this point, I, would, I want to lay off trading Kevin Durant for spite because you've really screwed us over this here. This is why you don't turn over your franchise to guys like this. Canty why and, you don't do it. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone fix 
Finder service. The AutoZone Fix Finder service not only identifies the check engine light code, but also helps identify the most likely cause of the check engine light being on. The information provided by the free AutoZone Fix Finder service is verified from over five and a half million ASC certified technicians with over 5,600 locations nationwide. AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What is acceptable if Boston is in on Durant for the Nets to take in return? Would you do the deal that they suggested where it's brown, white, and a pick? Or do the Nets need more? 888-SAY-ESPN. We hit your calls in just moments. Also on the way, we head to Buffalo for our second two-a-day of the day as training camp is set to begin in the NFL this week. So the Buffalo Bills, as one of the prohibitive favorites in the AFC, have expectations all over the place. Is it actually possible they don't live up to them? We'll explain how. Canty and Carlin, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement... Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It has been really quiet of late on the Kevin Durant watch. Woj finally gave us a little nugget. He said the Boston Celtics now are in the mix. That's just like you got mama sweet potato pie. In the pan that somebody cut off and they ate all the pie. It's only a tiny piece. And you taste that pie and you want more. See, the Boston Celtics, they tasted that success. They went to the NBA Finals. Kevin Durant is the whole sweet potato pie. They want all of it. Could bringing Kevin Durant and put us over the top? I think the answers for the Celtics, yes. But of course, at what cost? 
cost, what price for Boston. So what's appropriate? What is the proper amount in a return part of a trade for Kevin Durant should the Celtics be giving up? It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And now a no-frills ad brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Here it is. You can say big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. That's it. See, just a good old-fashioned, straightforward ad. See if you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or at Progressive.com. 888-SAY-ESPN. A couple of calls. Patrick is up next on ESPN Radio. Patrick, what do you got? Hey, man. Look, I love you guys, so I don't want to come off as angry, but I'm frustrated why nobody's ever talking about this. You know, Canty says that the best package is probably Jalen Brown. That's the best they're going to get. I, I disagree. Let me ask you, why would the Nets turn down DeMar DeRozan, Vucevic, Kobe White, and or Patrick Williams or a draft pick? Why would they turn it down? Because Jalen Brown has all NBA potential and he's 25 years old. That's why they would turn it down. I'm, I'm giving you three all-star, two proven all-stars and a four. And but an think MVP about candidate. where the Nets are at, though. Think about it. They're resetting as a franchise. They're not ready to win now. If you trade Kevin Durant, you're not competing at a championship level. So why are you even going to try with DeMar DeRozan and Vucevic? That doesn't make any sense. You've got Ben Simmons as a potential building block if he ever gets back on the court, and then you would have Jalen Brown. So that is the organization pushing the reset button and having two foundational pieces to build around long-term. Plus the fact that Vucevic is what now, 32, 31? Yeah. Yeah. DeMar DeRozan in his 30s? Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah. I mean, you have to – when you're looking at this, at least you're talking – and I'm certainly not taking the side because it's got to be more than just uh, Brown and then a couple of throw-ins to me. Mm -hmm. Then we're talking about – you know, you're talking about two really good players, but they're too far down the line to really justify it for Durant. Nick is up next on ESPN Radio. Nick, what's up, buddy? I I, I think that the Celtics should uh, give up Jason Tatum if if that makes the deal go through. It's not going to happen. They're, they're, they're not going to do that. They've already said they're not going to no. do it. So I don't know. I don't know why we should talk about it if it's something that they're not going. Yeah, to Yeah, it's clear they're not going to do it. Thanks for the yeah. call. They, look, Jason Tatum is the better of the two players, even though he didn't play well in the NBA Finals. Look, there. Jason Tatum a was lot first of team, stars. Jason Tatum was first team All NBA. Yes, there are stars who have been in that situation for the first time and, and don't and do a great job. Yeah, and struggle. Yeah, and they yeah. struggle. I think for Tatum, the Celtics still understand what he is and there's no chance that they're going to trade him away, even in a Durant deal, because then it's almost kind of self-defeating in a way. Carlin, he's been in the NBA five years and already has two all-NBA nods. You're not getting rid of that guy when he's, what, 24 years old? Yeah. You want to trade that away? With Brown, they understand they have to give up something something in order to make it happen. Yes. So you're not going to do that. This is ESPN Radio's NFL Two-A-Days. The Buffalo Bills. They're the only team in the National Football League that's returning a top five offense and a top five defense. And it seems like their general manager, Brandon Bean, has gotten rid of anything that could potentially be a distraction. Everybody feels like the window is closing. I don't agree with that. They're still a very young football team, but now is a good time to strike for this team. Bill's got a great shot. A ton of pressure on the Buffalo Bills to get this thing done with Josh Allen. And so now the ball is in his court in terms of being able to deliver. Am I wrong? Am I wrong 
I know how good the Bills are. Mm. Am I wrong to be just a little bit worried considering what's happened in the AFC this offseason, how everybody has improved from an already loaded group, and now there's the expectation factor on everybody involved, and the Bills just lost their offensive coordinator. Am I wrong, Chris Canty, to at least be a little bit alarmed by that? Not when it comes to the division, but when it comes to getting to the Super Bowl and winning it. Well, yeah, you're wrong about that. You're talking about this team winning playoff games in each of their last two postseason appearances. And in one of those, going on an AFC championship game run. And last year, coming an overtime possession away from being able to advance to the AFC championship a second consecutive season. So, no, I I think you've got this one wrong, partner. I'm looking at the AFC East. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills are going to cake. They're going to run the away. AFCs. They're going to run away with that. I mean, not only are they the only team in that division, they're the only team in all of football that's returning a top five defense and a top five offense. They could have that locked up by week fourteen. That's what I'm saying. This yeah. is a really good football. I'm team. just talking about beyond that. Well, well, there's no reason to think that they won't go on another deep playoff run because we've seen the trajectory that Josh Allen's career has taken, and as he goes, this team goes. So. We're in, a, we're in a world now where you can have the conversation of whether or not on any given Sunday Josh Allen is the best quarterback on the field no matter who the Bills are playing. I, I agree that Josh Allen is going to have that advantage. But I do look at the way everybody else in the conference that was already a contender and even one or two that weren't have really improved. So this is where I, I wouldn't – I wouldn't call it full-blown concern like the Bills are going to implode. It's nothing like that. It's just, are they going to continuously be able to climb that wall again and get over the hump? Carlin, Carlin, I'm telling you right now, the Von Miller edition in free agency, sneaky big addition for the Buffalo Bills. Listen, they did a great job for the Rams. No, that was huge for the Buffalo Bills because it's not like they're solely relying on Von Miller to provide edge pressure. What they are relying on Von Miller to do is be veteran leadership for a defensive unit that doesn't have a whole lot of guys that have championship game experience and to help some of those other young edge rushers come along. Guys like Greg Rousseau, Boogie Basham, A.J. Epinesa. If Von Miller can impart some of his wisdom on those guys and get them to be players that can consistently win one-on-one pass rush situations, then all of a sudden you got to look out. Because now you're not only talking about one of the most dynamic pass rushes in all of the NFL, but you're pairing that with arguably the best secondary in the NFL. Carlin, there is no better safety tandem than Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. There isn't. No. And then if Tredavious White... And they got to pay. they got to get the no, Poyer no, thing no. straightened out. But here's the other thing. But then Tredavious White coming back Love healthy... Him. And then pairing him with Kyer Elam, their first-round pick, not to mention one of the better Nichols and Teron Johnson... All of a sudden, you're talking about not only having a really good rush, but really good coverage, too. This is a team that's been known for their offensive uh, uh, offensive prowess, but they could be one of those teams defensively that, that really puts it together this season. And that's why I think the Buffalo Bills have to be one of the scariest in the entire NFL. I think they're incredibly scary. For me, it's Buffalo Bills winning the Super Bowl or bust. I, I, I tend to get a little bit nervous when I see – what else has happened? All right, what am I missing when I look at the bigger picture and how the other teams have improved too? 
to help close that gap. That That's where this comes from. And it might just be, you know, idle hands are the devil's instruments or whatever. You know, an idle mind for me thinks, all right, what am I missing in evaluating that team well, right well, now? Well, Carl, give me, the, champi- the, grand give me the championship contenders in the AFC. Look, if I'm... Give if, me the championship contenders. Obviously, the Chiefs are a championship contender. Okay. The Chiefs are always a championship contender, at least recently. Mm-hmm. I have to call the Denver Broncos a championship contender. Okay. Do I have to call the Cincinnati Bengals a championship contender? Yes. I do. Do I have to call the Baltimore Ravens a championship contender? Mm-hmm. I think they're in that mix. Can I throw the Raiders into that mix yet? We'll wait and see with that. I, yeah. I don't know if we can do that. I'm not going to dismiss them. I'm not going to. Can I throw the Chargers in that mix? Yet? Yes. This is my point. There are five and six and seven of them in the one conference. Well, Carlin, here's what I will say. You can make an argument that the Buffalo Bills have the best quarterback of all of the teams that you rattled off. You can also, I don't even know if this is an argument. I didn't even mention the Colts, by the way. Yeah, I don't even know if this is an argument, Carlin. You have the best defense in the National Football League coming back. The best defense from yards and the best defense from points. And that unit got better. Because they added Vaughn Miller, unless we not forget, they didn't have Tredavious White in the playoffs. No, they didn't. So, so this is a defense that's getting back. Well, that's ha- adding. If they have Tredavious White, two, I mean, I'll ask you this question. If they have Tredavious White, do they give up that play? No, 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 no. And so you're talking about a defense that's adding two stars in Vaughn Miller and Tredavious White when it comes to their potential playoff run in 2022. So I, I'm not as concerned about the Buffalo Bills as you are. Wake me up when we get to the divisional round, and that's when I'll start paying attention to the Buffalo Bills because I'm assigning that level to, of success to them in 2022 already. Congratulations to the Buffalo Bills yeah. who have already won the AFC East. Yes. I have you, no you, you've problem won that, saying and that. You're, and you're going to win. If you have to play in the first round, Carlin, you're going to win that matchup. All I'm saying is that I don't want to discount everybody else around them because I think – while I think the Bills are the best top-to-bottom team in the AFC, I don't think that gap is terribly wide. I don't Between Bills and everybody else. Because I felt the same way this past year, and look what happened. Travis White was out, and he's a great player. You're not wrong, but here's what I will say. There are no excuses for Josh Allen in terms of why he can't get this team. Well, all right, but let's be clear about it. There's no excuse. Chris, I'm saying for the Bills, championship or bust. Fair? Well, that's what it's about now for them. They've got all the pieces in place. It's champion. In other words, you can't just get to the Super Bowl. The reason why I don't want to label it championship or bust is that this won't be the only season that they have this core of players together. They've got some runway with these guys. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio in for Greeny today and, of course, on ESPN Plus as well. We've got a lot to get to next. We have talked so much this offseason about the big stories around the NFL and the big questions that have to be answered. But there are five that we have not talked about that need to be talked about because they are very close to being at that level and... Frankly, championships can be decided by answering these questions. We will share them with you and discuss in moments. Trust me, you're going to want to hear them. Canty and Carlin, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Greeny, the podcast.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Diana Rossini, NFL insider and our personal life decision consultant. I was on vacation last week, and what's become uh, apparent is I need a skincare routine. You do have very light skin. I, you've seen me many of times. I have Italian, Mediterranean, olive skin. I don't know what the life of Pal is. I don't, I don't really <laughs> understand it and associate it. The key to everything, and I learned this from J-Lo, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. I don't imagine you being an exfoliator. You probably don't even know what that word means. Right after you rinse, you just scrub it. And what it does, it gets all that dead skin off. And then you just need to moisturize and use sunscreen. You're going to look like Canty by the end of the summer. I don't know if you're going to look like me. I hope for your sake I don't. That'd be a hell of a skincare routine. (laughs) I hope for your sake I don't. (laughs) You know, but look, I I would often think of myself like I should have a little bracelet that says WWJLD. What would J Lo do? What would just to remind me when I need to ask questions about skincare routines? I need to hydrate. I need to moisturize. I need to exfoliate. Well, no, it, it should be, the bracelet should be WWDD. Well, what, what would Diana what, what do? What would Diana do? Because what? she is our resident life coach. Yes, that's a fair yes. point. That, that is a very There's fair no point. There's no question about it. Nuno, I think that with, with Diana, that we need to start a, a true segment, because you heard Diana mention earlier, we, we've made her kind of a life coach on our show. And, of course, we're on 3 to 7 Eastern time normally, when we're not filling in for Greeny, and she has embraced that role and and loves it. And I think when you hear Diana say that somebody down at the beach stopped her and was talking about football, but then went into some life advice, like, I feel like we need to open that up to everybody, and maybe we turn it into a, a Dear Die segment. Oh wow, I like that. Dear Die, what do you think? No, no, where you at? Nice. I, I love it. I you know, I think 
the good thing about with Diana is she enjoys doing those type of segments, right? Like, she, yes. she's on top of everything when it comes to football, but, like, she loves these these segments. It lets her shine and allows, you know, I think it allows her to try to help fix us, and some yes. of us need fixing. Yes, we do. No question about it. So, dear Diana, I actually like that, Carlin. I, I do, Diana. too. I like it a and, lot. And, and if we asked Diana what she thought about the Buffalo Bills in her mailbag, what do you think she would say? I think she would say they're winning the AFC. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I, I would agree with that. You know what, Carlin? And just to put a bow on this Buffalo Bills conversation, because they're a part of our two-a-days, the Vaughn Miller edition, I know you don't like the money in the years on the contract. He keeps saying he can play for five years. But here's what I'll say, Carlin. Vaughn Miller has a chance to be, for the Buffalo Bills, what Charles Haley was for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, that's saying something. Re- remember what Charles yeah. Haley did, winning championships in San Francisco, then coming over to the Dallas Cowboys in year one, Carlin. In year one, winning a Super Bowl with that core of players and then going back-to-back and then winning three of the next four. Like, that, that to me is what Vaughn Miller could potentially do with this group of guys. Charles Haley nearly once punched me out. Well, I'm sure a lot of people had that same story, Carlin. He was always one of those guys in the facility. When you're around Charles Haley, you tread lightly. Yeah. I was on a Zoom with him a couple of months ago, and, I mean, even on the Zoom – I'm I'm worried about how Charles Haley is going to be. Yeah, he was never know what you're going to get from Charles Haley. This was an interview, and it was across the table, and and he was not real happy with me. Yeah, and, but don't take it personal because he's like that with everybody. Yeah, no, well, I, I guess that's what made him an All Pro Hall of Fame defensive end. I I guess so, but beating the crap out of me, I don't know if that does it. <laughs> I don't know if that makes you an all-pro. Not running your business on NetSuite is like trying to sink a putt with a cap pulled over your eyes. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one cloud financial system, giving you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, budgeting, and more all in one place. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 29,000 businesses already use NetSuite. Head to NetSuite.com slash Greeny for a special one-of-a-kind financing offer. NetSuite.com slash Greeny. It is Greeny coming to you live from the Seaport District Pier 17 brought to you by Chase Canty and Carlin in for Greeny today as I teased a few minutes ago there are five stories that have not been discussed a whole lot that need to be discussed when it comes to the NFL we know what the big stories are these are the ones that are hidden under the surface that we need to get to let's get a little NFL music in here and we run through them number one Jameis Winston's return down in New Orleans. Chris, a lot of people are counting on the New Orleans Saints to have a huge season. I do not understand for the life of me why they are, because I do not trust Jameis Winston to be a franchise quarterback anymore or a winning quarterback. I think he's a really, really good backup, but that's it. You know why I don't trust Jameis Winston in New Orleans? Because Sean Payton isn't there anymore. Yeah. Dennis Allen is going to be on the sidelines, and I know Pete Carmichael is going to be a play caller. He's been in the room when Sean Payton is developing the game plans for the offense week in and week out, but I trusted Sean Payton to keep the guardrails on Jameis Winston. Now that that's not there... Now that you don't have one of the, what, top three or four coaches in the entire sport being in Jameis Winston's ear or being in his helmet in the headset communications, I don't know that we're not going to see Jameis revert to that turnover monster that had him on the outs in Tampa Bay. So, yeah, I can't be bullish 
on the New Orleans Saints. And then taking it a step further, Carlin, that offensive line is a work in progress. Yeah. Remember, Teron Armstead left in free agency. They're going to be breaking in a new left tackle and first-round pick Trevor Penning. So I like some of the weapons that they added on the offensive side of the ball. Getting Michael Thomas back will help. Drafting Chris Olave will help. But still, that's a work in progress, and I'm just not ready to assign that level of success to the New Orleans Saints. Which leads us to number two, and that's Alvin Kamara. We don't know what the suspension could look like for Alvin Kamara, who is uh, being still, he hasn't been, I don't know if he's been charged yet, but it's a criminal issue. Yeah, it's a criminal investigation that's ongoing. With a domestic violence situation, uh, I believe. No, it was at the uh, Pro Bowl. Oh, the, the Pro Bowl. Bowl. There violence. was an assault yes. at the Pro Bowl. The assault at the Pro Bowl. That's right. Yeah. And also uh, some other issues that are up there with Camara. And when we are dealing with that, that is a major, major factor in the Saints offense right now. Yeah, the NFL doesn't want to levy a suspension or any form of discipline while there's an ongoing criminal investigation. But I think that they, they might have their hand forced because – we're not sure that the criminal investigation is going to wrap up by the time the season rolls around. So Alvin Kamara has already said he's bracing for a suspension somewhere in the four- to six-game variety. We'll see what happens. But if you don't have Alvin Kamara on the field for six games, Colin, what does that do with the outlook of the New Orleans side? What does that do for Jameis Winston? Kills yeah. him. Yeah, it's done. It, it absolutely kills yeah, him. My mistake there on what, what the issue was, it was an assault, uh, as you said. Number three. Number three. Did the Bears set up Justin Fields to fail this year? Chris, it feels like the Bears have done absolutely nothing to help him on offense. This is a new regime, as we know. And I have a bad feeling that Justin Fields, this is one of those years that can ruin a guy's career, potentially. So you're saying that the Nikhil Harry trade wasn't going to move the needle for oh you in terms God. of helping Justin Fields oh, with more weapons? Please. <laughs> Harry. Well, I mean, he's the only wide receiver for the Chicago Bears that hadn't been locked up this offseason. So, yeah. so it would seem. Look, they have Mooney, who's an emerging player. Yes. They, David Montgomery's a, a good running back, a guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield. Yeah. Other than that, I don't look you at You like much. Cole Komet, the tight end, too. Yeah. He's a good player. But I don't look at anything that the Bears have done to try to help him and say... Yeah, Justin Fields, they got him going in the right direction. I have a feeling that this could be a bad season for Justin Fields, and I have to tell you, I'm one of the biggest Justin Fields believers there is. Yeah, I mean, when they decided that they were going to trade Camille Mack for a second-round pick to the Chargers, that, to me, signaled that Ryan Poles, their new general manager, is waving the white flag on this season. And we got to keep this in mind, too. This regime, with a new general manager and a new head coach, they're going to be given some runway by ownership to shape this team in their image with with what they think they should be. And so I think this is a situation where Justin Fields can get caught up in the wash just because Ryan Poles didn't draft him. Yeah. This is not a situation where the head coach has any allegiance to it. So he just might be one of those guys that gets caught up and never realizes his potential just by being a victim of circumstance. Number four. Chris, Mac Jones and his progression in New England. If he does the exact same thing this year as he did last year, are the Patriots a playoff team? No. I don't think so. I'm not a big believer in Mac Jones. I didn't see a whole lot. I, he was a. Is it fair to say he was a glorified game manager last year? I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. That's fair. And on a team that I just don't think has a ton of offensive talent, great players... I, it makes me feel like Mac Jones 
he may not show a whole lot of progression this season. Well, here's the thing. Vegas has the Patriots over under on win total at eight and a half games. I think that number's heavy. You think it's heavy? Yeah. Even, even listen, they're going to lose twice to the Bills. I do like the addition of Devontae Parker to that receiving core. I think that will help in terms of being a threat for him. They do have the two tight ends um, that could present some problems in John o. Smith and uh, Hunter Henry. So I, I, I will say this. I, I think that the Patriots have the potential to surprise some people. I'm curious to see what their identity on the offensive side of the ball turns into with Mac Jones. From all accounts, this guy is starting to get himself in, in great shape. He's taking care of his body. He's got his diet. He's been working out like a maniac this offseason. So we'll see what that ends up yielding for Bill Belichick and the Patriots. I think what's also interesting is Bill Belichick now being the play caller on the offensive side of the ball because Josh McDaniels is in Vegas. No coordinators. Last one real quick. I got 10 seconds for you. Is the Titans window closed? Yes. How long do they ride with Ryan Tannehill? He doesn't finish the season as a starting quarterback. He gives way to Malik Willis at some point. And Derrick Henry gets traded at some point next offseason? Who would want him? He's got anything left, no, maybe? No, no, no. Chris, it's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It's going to help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free so you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Those are just five questions that are very important in the league right now that didn't get enough attention because of all the big stories. But training camp is opened, and we have got you covered pillar to post on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.